can't get fooled again. Hey there. Welcome back in to Talking Catholic. So I uh, watched this video that I'm about to show you. It's by Father Brian Lynch. It's a homily from him he gave in Transfiguration Parish. And Transfiguration Parish is it's in Oakdale, Minnesota. And, and listening to the homily, I was moved to the depths of my heart. I mean, you could just listening to him, you can tell that he's crying in his heart. And I feel everything he's feeling as well. But I wanted to watch the homily again with you and give you my brief reaction to it. And I apologize, I don't have any popcorn this time like I did with Father Altman's videos. Because it's only 7 a.m. here in St. Louis, so it's, it's way too early for popcorn, but it's never too early for bourbon. So I do have my morning bourbon. Um, never too early for bourbon. You know, one shot a day, five days a week, and you live an awesome life, long life. So anyway, let's get into the video. The readings are just fantastic um, and and so good for today. The... Um, I was reading the, the, the response to the psalm, kindness and truth shall meet. That, that is not going to be fulfilled in your hearing today. If that's what you came for, you're not going to get it here. You'll have to go somewhere else. Um, I would like to acknowledge that um, this has been an extremely emotional week, and I have a number of very intense emotions raging within me that I am battling to keep under control, which is the, it, which I think is correct. There are lots of reasons to have very strong emotions this week, and if you have not had them, you may not actually be functioning properly. Um, and, and then and virtue is, is required to, to use, the, use those emotions properly. And I'd also like to acknowledge that um, it that this is a very vulnerable time for people that are blessed with interesting and exciting temperaments as I have. Many people are blessed with very boring Scandinavian personalities. It's not my fault. Um, but those of us who are interesting and Irish, we it's we are very vulnerable when we are constantly asked to stand up in front of people and and speak in a public setting especially for an institution as significant as the church and um you know so many emotions and and I was reminded this morning you know trying to understand all that's going on I remember when the 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 priest scandal was really bad in um in uh, well gosh when it was really when wasn't it really bad I mean when it was the, I don't know how to describe it when it was as absurd as absurd can be and um you know we there there's even a, a community I'm going to talk a long time today if you don't want this then I'm sorry you probably should go somewhere else um uh the priest it, there's even there's even a a, a sort of a, a routine now established in the Archdiocese of a consequence of this. It's like called communications update, which I'm almost certain was established. It's like a, an email we get every week about news stories in the in the media because it, when the scandal was was as more outrageous as outrageous can possibly be, we were we priests found ourselves standing in pulpits 
totally blindsided by the scandals and the corruption going on. And we're, we're supposed to be on the front line talking to people, and we have no idea why this is happening, what is going on. And it was very uncomfortable. It was, and when I was thinking about, and, and, and there's something about that that I'm feeling even still and right now this week, and it's like, I'm drawing a lot on the life of, of King David and, and somewhat ironically in, in the circumstances where he's the bad guy, when he puts Uriah the Hittite, uh, it, the, he, he needs to get rid of Uriah so he can have Bathsheba. He puts Uriah in the front line and he says, and then put him in the front line and then withdraw the support. Leave him out there so they can slaughter him. And, and, and that's the way I feel that is that um, that the emotion of betrayal and abandonment that that Uriah must have felt by putting out there and then having all the others the soldiers retreat and and ha that that um, that is I think gets at the heart of of the of the uncomfortable feelings that that I have felt as having to stand in this pulpit to preach about various difficult things, including. Uh, the, the life issue that we preach about today. Yes, I agree that yesterday's statement that I read from Archbishop Gomez was, was a good statement. But my goodness, why weren't we reading this from the pulpit three months ago before, all, before the election? Why? Why? So kindness and truth are not meeting today. I, I, I'm sorry, that, that's for somebody else, and I, I bet there's a lot of people who can do it for you. Um, the, another, uh, there was another thing about, King. oh, yes! I hope, you might have heard that the president is Catholic. Perhaps you've heard that. Perhaps you went, you heard that he went to Mass on Wednesday. I don't care. That does not impress me. I hope he's at church today. I hope he's at Mass today. And I want whatever priest is there to have prayed to Nathan the prophet who told David a story. There was a man, a poor man. He had a little sheep. He had a little sheep. And and there was a rich man, and, and he, he said, I want that sheep. I've got all the other sheep in the world, but I want that sheep. Give me that sheep. And he took that sheep from him. And, and David said, and Nathan says, was, you know, what do you think of that? Oh, oh David, he is, that man should be killed. He's the worst. That's just, you're the man. You're the man. President Biden, Jesus, Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Judas Iscariot was an apostle. He betrayed Christ. You are the man. Wow, this is more energetic than I expected. I'm so angry. There should be more people here at Mass I'll probably get a letter. I, you know, I just don't care anymore. I, I, I just don't care anymore. I just don't care anymore. Wow. Wow. Did you 
Did you feel that? That man crying in his heart. Did you feel that from Father Lynch? Wow. You see, this is what happens when the bishops, and excuse the crude language I'm about to use. I'm, I'm sorry if you're offended by crude language, but sometimes crude language is necessary just to cut to the chase, right? Just get rid of a few words that I would say. I'm just going to cut to the chase and say this is exactly what happens when the bishops do jack shit for two years. Two years! By Joe Biden's running for president. They were completely apathetic the whole time. Acting as if they were like two people who were running for president that were that were just equally bad. No! You had one very flawed man, but who was trying his best to promote many Christian principles throughout the world. On top of Trump's list was, was things like global peace, no new wars, respect for the law, promotion of the nuclear family, protection of babies in the wombs. And then you had another guy who's the hand of Satan himself, who hates everything that God loves. And I told you last year, and I kept saying it, that if Biden is elected, it's going to be the biggest scandal in American Catholic history. Now, now back then, I was using the word imagine. Imagine. Imagine if. Imagine if Biden is elected and deems to portray himself daily as a faithful Catholic while simultaneously moving, simultaneously moving to codify legal prolicide. Prolicide is the killing of one's own offspring. It's a much much better, much more precise word than the multi-usage word abortion. So he's moving to, imagine if he's going to codify legal, legal prolicide into American law. I said, imagine if he returns to the Obama era when the LGBT agenda is advanced as the number one domestic and foreign policy issue. I said, imagine if, imagine if that happened, what a scandal would be and how many Catholics would leave the Catholic church because they lost faith in the hierarchy. Because you do have people who whose faith is affected by the hypocrisy of their leaders. You do. I'm not like that. I'm a Catholic because of the Holy Eucharist. That's it. So I don't have anywhere else to go. But not everyone is like me. Some people are just more fragile, more sensitive to leadership. Yet now, today, we no longer have to say the word imagine. Because that hour is now here and that time has now arrived. Biden is moving as fast as he can to make legal prolicide the law of the land. And as Obama was the first gay president, Biden intends to crown himself as the king of the transsexuals. King of the transsexuals. And he has already issued, already issued executive orders to insert that abomination into the military. And to allow your daughters to lose their college scholarships in athletics because now they have to compete with biological males in the same sport. And we are just one week into this bullshit that our bishops allowed. Week one. We're just getting started. But all this could have been averted if the bishops had done something. Like Father Lynch said in his homily, where was this letter from Gomez back in 2020, 2019? And why are they letting perverts like Supich and Tobin run the conference and make calls to the Vatican behind their back? I don't care what Pope Francis said about him wanting to release his letter congratulating Joe Biden before the conference released their letter condemning him. Peter himself was not beyond rebuke and correction. And Francis, too, needs to be rebuked and corrected by you, not by us, by you. Because you are the ones 
who have let this successor, Peter, divide our church. You let him. Let's be honest. Let's be honest about this for just one minute. Everything that Pope Francis has done since he's been elected has been about division. He has forsaken his duty to be the source of unity, which Christ has called him to be. And you let him. We love our Pope. We pray for him as Catholics ought. But you are the ones who have to stop letting him destroy this church. You are the ones who have to stop letting him appoint perverts and demons as bishops and cardinal electors. That's your job, not ours. It's time to man up. <laughs> it's time to man up and be man. Man up and be man. But until you do that, you're going to see more and more priests like Father Lynch here get fed up and tell their congregations about your betrayal. And once you, you've lost the hope of the faithful, you've lost more than you can imagine. But until then, and until next time, blessings and shalom to you and to yours. Hi everybody, thank you for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also be sure to check out the content you've missed. If you'd like to keep supporting my work, consider joining my team on Patreon, where you'll be gifted great perks like books, hoodies, and mugs. Thanks again.